podcast i am steve i am brandon and this is a tuesday episode but a little bit different brandon i know it just a touch yeah you're playing through pain today i am i'm just a little under the weather a but little under the know. weather got a little of that extra pollen in the air spring fever going on i think it's happening here something like that you gotta stop cutting your damn grass it's a problem here stop cutting your grass yeah we'll go with that Let's just stop cutting your grass. Okay, right. I know you're not smoking the grass, so we're okay there. I mean, that's true. Okay. Probably feel better. Um, yeah. So, Brandon. Yeah. Why is today different, and what are we doing? Today is different, guys, because it's Tuesday, but we have a guest coming on and hanging out with us. We uh, This is one where we've had to, to reschedule and uh, do a couple of things. We're like, we need to get her in before July and so this is what we're doing and we're making it work and it's going to be awesome. So you're going to get two episodes this week with guests and yeah. it's going to, and it's going to be awesome. So today yes. guys, we are talking with Grand Rapids area comedian, author, and Midwest mom, Kara Williams. Wait, Kara, no, how's that, was, it going? that was terrible. It's <laughs> it off with Midwest mom, I think. I mean, it wasn't really a throw. It was a throw off only because I think without context, people are going to think I'm like a mom. <laughs> Correct. We'll get into that later. <laughs> Ew. Spoiler oh alert. My gosh, Spoiler that's alert. Hilarious. That's so funny. So, Kara, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, we are excited to have you. And we are talking about an album. People can obviously read it based on the title of this episode, but you're going to tell us what we're talking about today. So, what are we talking about? We are going to talk about my all time favorite album. The 1988 Hangin' Tough album by New Kids on the Block. Oh my gosh. So why New Kids on the Block and why this album? I, I feel like I was legally obligated to choose this album. Uh, I came out of the womb with a love for New Kids on the Block. Like they yeah. literally started the year I was born. Like headphones nice. on the belly. like Something. I don't know. I mean, my my mom doesn't like them, but my, my older cousin used to babysit me a lot. And she really, she gave me all her hand-me-downs and got me into it. And it's been, you know, 30, let's say 32 years, roughly, of yeah. um, obsession. There you Works go. Out. I love it. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. I mean, I was I was a little bit of a New Kids on the Block fan myself. I was born in 84. So I was, I think, my mom said I had the, I had the blanket a blanket or something i used to had a t-shirt i was like five or six i don't remember these things i'll just take it for what it was and i mean i remember the song so it kind of works out. i must have liked them at some point when i was little this album was before my time yeah you weren't born yet i know i was not 90s baby i know Ew. just I know. 1990 not 90s it's not like you i was were the start of the 90s all right but me and steve Seven. are 84 so it's true two against one i was exactly. conceived exactly. in the 80s I'm happy to have somebody my age on the podcast. Everybody That's usually true. is super younger, a lot, a lot younger. And I'm like, they're like, are you old man? And I'm like, shut up. I'm not old. Yeah, that's Feel exactly it day, what it's like. Yeah. That's what it's like being like a local comedian. Right. Yeah. All these damn kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Looking at yep. you, Brandon. I know it. So new kids on the block, guys. I did a little bit of backstory on these guys. There's a lot, if you didn't know. Um, 
So not as much as others, but there's a lot for a brief period of time. They did a lot of stuff. Um, so American boy band from Dorchester, Massachusetts band members. And these haven't changed. The same band member from back in eighties that they are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Knight, Jordan Knight, Joey McIntyre, Donnie Wahlberg. Yep. There's a Wahlberg and Danny Wood. So yeah, Steve, I got them all from yeah, memory. Names right. Yeah. So was it from that? What was it from memory? No, they're written right in front of me. Oh, okay. No, I no, I I knew the night. I knew the knights. I knew Donnie Wahlberg, and I knew McIntyre. Danny Wood would I would have forgot that one. Poor Danny. Well, he's just got the like the least like popular name, I guess. Thing like the Knights and the McIntyre. And... You're right. I know you're right. Okay. He's got he, he just falls in the background. He's like that fifth member that just like does he he probably makes the whole band run, but nobody knows who the hell he is. It's the plight of his life, I'm afraid. I'm sure. <laughs> it is what it is. You get, you get into those boy bands, there's always that one guy. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So they're active from 1984 to 1994. Mm-hmm. Not 10, 11 years uh, in the heyday. Let's just go with that. And then from 2008 to present, they are ongoing. When we all got money and were able to pay more money, the kids that liked them back in the 80s and the early 90s now have money. And yep. We can buy tickets to go see them and buy their stuff. And nobody don't care if they're old because it's what it is. I love bands that do this, by the way, because like I didn't have the money to go see a lot of my favorite bands when I was in you know high school, middle school. Now I can go see and play the same album they had back then, and it's awesome. Right. And I have money. I can do what I want with it. It's true. Ish. Sort of. Gonna, yeah. We my wife has money. to approve that, but yeah. <laughs> um, there's a disclaimer there. Right. Um, the group was formed by Maurice Starr. I did quote him as the the greasy dude. He's not as greasy as the other boy band guys that we've talked about before, but he is. Every time you get a boy band, there's always that one like dude pulling the strings behind that thing. And that's Maurice Starr. Yeah. Um, who discovered he actually discovered New Edition, but he wanted to find a white counterpart. That was exactly oh. what was he wanted to find a white boy counterpart. That's so, correct. <laughs> Interesting. Black guys are doing their thing over here, but they're not selling to this market. Let's go get some clean cut ish white boys and go from there clean cut plus donnie Wahlberg. um he's oh, not he is the battler donnie. he is like the bruiser well can group. i can i interject go ahead so originally um when marie star was putting them together he found donnie first so it was donnie mm-hmm. who kind of grabbed the other guys mm-hmm. um and uh Mark Wahlberg was also a member yep. very briefly. I'm sure you were going to say that, but I was. Mark was more of a bruiser than Donnie, I would argue. <laughs> oh, no, for sure. That's why he had to leave. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, first member, like you said, first member was Donnie. And then he did the recruiting thing. He did. His, he put his Avengers thing together and said, I want you. I want you. I want you. Mm-hmm. And then he had he had old, old Marky next to him there. But then he had to leave to go do his own funky bunch thing. I can say that now because he's not next to me. He won't punch in the face for saying it. Um, he don't like that, guys. We didn't know that. He does not like when you bring up the funky bunch. Um, but I'll make sure to I'll make sure to uh, tell him when he's here visiting Wahlburgers. I'll His brother was just address. here the other day. Paul was just here. So was Mark. He was just hiding. Really? Really? Probably, you know, smoothing the Myers again, trying to get some more stuff in the store. So some more Wahlburgers on the shelves there. Mm-hmm, probably. Uh, do what you, you do you, man. I'm okay with that. So, yeah. um. <laughs> Mark did leave. He's only in the band for, I think, a year at the most. He just kind of hung out with him for a while. Then then he realized that he was a much better solo guy and not with the group. Um, 
so after after Mark kind of did his thing, they brought in the uh, the Knight Brothers, and then Danny Wood just joined, and then they discovered twelve year old Joey freaking McIntyre, twelve years old. I mean, I don't know many twelve year olds that have any sort of brain in them, but this dude was like belting them out, twelve years old. Uh, group yeah. was initially signed to Columbia's Black Music Division. It actually was marketed towards black audiences. They were not marketed towards the the uh, white audiences in the 80s. Is weird kind of music, how music was marketed towards different groups of people. Uh, not like now, where it's just like, here you go. So they did, they did seven total albums. They had five before they split, including a Christmas album. So they did a Christmas album. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm sure it's amazing. Kara, I think uh, <laughs> I think Kara, I think we're gonna have to have you on in December when we do what's called the 12 pods of Christmas, where we review 12 Christmas episodes in the course of the month. Yes. Ooh, maybe. Maybe. Yes, I think we should do that. That would be fun that we get that would there. Be fun. Um because it's it's gotta be amazing, right? I don't really know. I mean, I think one of the songs or maybe the album is called a funky funky christmas yes nice. yes that makes nice. better that this, these are better. guys who did william hung's christmas album and randy oh. rainbow's christmas album which is amazing by the way we, we did i so would like instinct's christmas album is way better oh we did that one recently i i destroyed it <laughs> um i destroyed it go listen to that episode oh Karen. it's Gu- fun guys go back to our uh 12 pods of Christmas the first time we did it. Yeah, that was the first year. That's 2021 or yeah. no, 2020. Oh, man. So then they had two albums come out after they've, they've got back together. So two albums since they've gotten back together and they're back in 08. So they've sold over 70 million albums and won one Grammy nomination, which seems weird because they're relatively popular. You would think they'd have more, mm-hmm. but one Grammy nom for Hanging Tough, for the song Hanging Tough, not for the album. It was, uh, I think it was best uh, best song was out for the Grammys. It didn't win, but it was nominated. Okay, now the next question I do is a an easy way to kind of tell popularity. We can't really do sales anymore because sales in our day and age is hard because of streaming and everything else. But Kara, how many average monthly Spotify listeners do you think New Kids gets? And these are single listeners, like one, doesn't matter how many listeners do it, just one person. Oh God, I don't know. Uh, 10,000? Brandon? Uh, I'm going to go two and a half million. Brandon's closer. 1.6 million streams on Spotify monthly. Oh my God. Edit that out. I'm such a I know, right? <laughs> no, no, it's okay. <laughs> and that's just Spotify. So, I mean, you're thinking Amazon music and everything else. It's nostalgia is a big business. It just is. So hanging tough, which was funny because I do this all on Wikipedia and I thought this was funny where it says, right. When I look at the album, it says not to be confused with Waylon Jennings album of the same name. So if you were here looking for Waylon Jennings hanging tough, wrong podcast. Oh, this time at least. Yeah. It was released August 12th, 1988. Second <laughs> album. Uh, it's 10 tracks, 42 minutes long. So it's pretty good. pretty good length for us. We like to, we like our albums to be in that 35 to like 45 minute range because we're have ADHD um, and get distracted. Um, the band, <laughs> it's funny. The band actually wanted to break up after their first album but was convinced to record this one by their producer. It was thought to be the band's breakout album by mixing in more urban elements and straying from the bubblegum pop genre that they kind of were in first album wise. They, they really went a little more gritty on this one. Um, it did reach number one on Billboard. Uh, so top sales chart and number two on the Canadian and UK charts. So it did fairly well in sales. Nice. 
and did sell over 14 million copies. Now, I thought this was actually kind of interesting. They re-released it in 2019, which is 30 years after it released. Mm-hmm. It hit number 18 on Billboard. Did they release it with their voices now or just no. re... Oh, okay. I think they remastered it. Oh, okay. It was just remastered, Got it. but um, Got it. it was still 30 years after it was released. Yeah. But it, it was the 18th best-selling album that week nice. when it was released. So it did really well. Maurice Starr, as I did mention this, was kind of the jack-of-all-trades in this album. He did everything. He was the arranger, the producer. He, re- he, he did all the recording. He mixed it. He was a sound engineer. Played the acoustic guitar, electric guitar, keyboard, synthesizer, the electric bass, and the drum programming machine. This dude was the entire band. And mixed it all himself. So as I told before, he was the greasy dude because kind of there's always that one guy that puts everybody together. He actually worked. Other than that Perlman guy with New Kids and Backstreet Boys. I don't know if it was Dancing and Backstreet Boys. That Lou Perlman guy was a jerk. Yeah. He was no Marie Starr. Just give you that. Mm -hmm. Um, It had five singles. So we said before it was 10 tracks long, guys. This is the 80s. It's all good. They milked this for everything they could get out of it. (laughs) It had Hanging Tough. Please Don't Go, Girl. You Got It, which is the right stuff. I'll Be Loving You Forever. And Cover Girl. Yeah. yeah. There's, this is going to be interesting. Um, <laughs> so, Brandon, yep. I'm going to start with you so you can, you can get the voice out there and relax for a minute. <laughs> yeah, we're good. What was your favorite track? Uh, you guys are going to laugh real hard. Oh, always. Uh, cover Girl was my favorite. You are a cover girl. I am. Easy, breezy, beautiful. Uh, the song got me from the jump with that guitar riff. Uh, the music is definitely cheesy, but you can't help but want to put your hair up, uh, with a shit ton of hairspray, just dancing your socks around the house. Uh, so for me, this song was just, uh, was just really fun. So that one for me, cover girl was my favorite. When's the last time you put your hair up, Brandon? Uh, I think I was a freshman in high school, which I I decided to grow out my hair, but my hair didn't like go long. It just went froey. I like it. Yeah. Mrs. Alberta, if you have pictures of that, please share them. I think I got rid of them. I mean, I'm sure they're around somewhere. All right. Kara, this is hard for our guests, and I know you're an Uber fan. So did you have a favorite track on the album? Um, when I Yes. Okay. So I, I want to add a little caveat because I wasn't like listening to the album necessarily when I was okay. a kid, but I was religiously and obsessively watching the VHS copy of the Hang and Tough concert special. Yes. So that is my um, real childhood frame of reference. Okay. So uh, Please Don't Go Girl was my probably my favorite because I thought I was going to marry Joey McIntyre. And that was his, you know, piece that de resistance. His, yes. A uh, little heartbreaker, prepubescent uh, heartbreaker. And or what you're going to do about it. Cause I just think I really like the rhythm. I like the dancing that they do. And I just think it's a fun song. The dancing is pretty interesting. I will say that. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so I went with the, I went chalk. I went with the right stuff. You got it. Mm. I didn't want to go with the easy one. This is the easy one. It's the easy pick, but this song is still a banger. It's still yeah. really good. You know, I'm going to get on, a couple of these songs for not holding up because there are some of them that do not hold up to like 30 some years later. I know I'm, you're going to yell at me. It's okay. 
Um, the, the faces I get when I say these things, especially with women on the podcast, I know I'm about to yell that. It's okay. Um, My face is too for, expressive. Don't believe it. It's no, no, no. It's all right. <laughs> but for the most part, this one still works. Um, my my only cringe on this one is that undertone back up like hype man track where he's like yeah man <laughs> and it, i think it's i think it's donnie but i'm not 100 sure but it, the beat is timeless and it would still jam out in the car when it comes on and you, you still hit after it. it it's it's good but there are a couple things you're just like well that wasn't cool like you don't have to do that like that was extra way too extra here marie star don't add him in there it just seemed like it seemed like whoever was doing the undertone like breathy undertone was like in the background was like man he's really going after that yeah and they're just like got him on an open mic somewhere and he was like i'm adding that in let's go i'm trying to picture who it is for sure you're probably right it probably is donnie but it could also be danny it could be one of the two all right so guys it is time for our first game it's time for the word association name game First one, it's easy. Uh, should be easy anyway. Here it is. Easy, breezy, beautiful. Cover, Cover girl. girl. Yeah. <laughs> you already brought the joke on that one. I did, and I realized it afterward. I was like, dang it. Why did I dang do that? It. Yeah. All right. Here's the next one. Let it go. Is it please don't please go, girl? Oh, girl. Nope. Oh. That's so close. Hold please. on. Yes. Hold on. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I went. I went frozen. You did. So did I for a hot second. I've not okay. seen that. You not seen Frozen? Uh, well, he's That's got a little right. girl. He's seen it like That's fourteen true. times I, 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 today. Well, not today, but yeah, fourteen <laughs> times. So, <clears throat> guys, let's. Uh, speaking of least favorites, uh, Frozen is my least favorite. Anyway, let's get into our <laughs> least favorite track on this album. Steve, why don't you start us off? This one's super popular for some odd reason, but I'll be loving you forever. Apparently, this All helped right. make this band legitimate pop stars. Instead of like teeny bopper flash in the pan, I could not get past how extremely 80s this song was. And the Jordan Knight falsetto was so over the top that I was just like, I had both my headphones in and may have had it up too loud, it's possible. <laughs> but holy cow! The 80s, like I was also watching Stranger Things the same time I was listening to this. So I was all 80s out. It's so, it's just so 80s. Interesting. And it's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. But at the same time, that falsetto just, nope, checked oh, it off. It's a lot. It's a lot. Or what about you, Kara? What was your least favorite? Oh, yeah. Sorry. He can still do that? He still does that. Mm-hmm. Oh my, man. That's a, wow. okay. I, I give the guy credit for still hitting those notes because holy cow. Yeah, it's wild. Um, my least favorite is Hanging Tough. Makes sense. There's not a lot to it. It's just Hanging Tough, just that the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It was overplayed too. And it was really, really, they beat that one to a pulp. Well, I'm pretty sure they specifically wrote that one to be played at On like sporting events. So like, yeah. I don't think they meant for it to be a single. It's the 80s. You never know what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> I mean, and that one stuck with them for a long, long time. Like that a was a, like a, it was like one of their like heavy hitters for a while there. And they're probably just like, you guys are stupid. Okay. We'll just, we'll, let's 
Bring the money in. Come on now. They do it at their shows still. Well, I'm sure they do it. It's I mean, still they gets would, the I crowd going. They have to, yeah. Right. Yeah, they have to. Right. It's it's required. It's in the contract. Brandon, least favorite. I remember when. I did not like this song at all. Chorus of this song was absolutely awful, in my opinion. <laughs> Chord progression was just not right. But when it was mixed with the vocals, it sounded incredibly whiny and gross. I could just, <laughs> I could just not, I just, I couldn't. I just couldn't get behind this song. Yeah. So guys, let's just get right into it, man. Uh, rip the bandaid off. Let's go to our next game, guys. It's time for Shatner's Poetry Slam. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, this is Shatner's Poetry Slam. I'm Captain Kirk. Shatner's Poetry Slam. Please swallow your pride. I want you to be my guide. Girl, I love you. I want you. Oh, how I care. Please don't go, girl. Nope. When you kind of song title, I'll be there. Song title. Yes, I do, girl. I need you. It's yep. I need you. It is do you I want me to you. jump in this with the moment I know it? Yes. Okay, because I'm pretty much at the first word. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the next one. Tell me you'll stay. Never, ever go away. I need you. I need you. I like how, she's, be... I like how she's grooming, grooving to you doing this. I, like guess, the I hear it in my head. I guess I always will. Girl. Hold on. It's please, please don't go, girl. Yes, please don't go, girl. Yeah. Hold on, stop it. Hold on, stop talking. You're going to ruin it for me. True. A lot of people get confused or get, they can hear it and see it, but then they just, because of how I do it, they're like so confused by it. Well, so. that one I could hear in my head, but I think the lyrics that you were reading, I think that's Jordan Knight's part in that song. And most of it is Joey McIntyre's. So I was right. hearing Jordan and thinking that was one of his songs. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I try to do that too. I try to mix it up a little bit, change it up. So uh Guys, let's get into our deep cut tracks. Uh, the ones where, you know, there's just something about it that you want people to know about. So I'll start. My mm-hmm. deep cut is, I'll be loving you forever. That's my, that's my deep cut. I like song, it. song is your typical slow song for a boy band. The more I listened to this album, I just kept wanting to find a karaoke bar with some cheap beer and belt this thing at the top of my lungs because in all seriousness, the vocals on this one are solid. Someone who can sing at such a high register, you'd expect maybe some fluctuation on the pitch, but man, hitting that note on the head just all the time, sticking with you know, it. You know, we do know a karaoke, a karaoke bar guy, right? You just gotta get a hold of Schultze. I know, but I'll just, for now, I'll just sing it in my shower. That works so. out. Yeah. So, Kara, what about you? Did you have a deep cut or a dark horse track? I want to go back to what you're going to do about it. I don't think that 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 wasn't on the radio as far as I know. And so I just think everyone deserves to hear that funky little what you're going to do about it. Yeah. I love it. I like it. That's it also has one of my favorite guitar solos. The music on this one is 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 up there for sure. Um, So my my deep cut or dark horse was my favorite girl. 
Um, the beat on this track is amazing. The vocals were great up until the last minute. Um, I don't know who really went after it there at the very, very end. But holy moly, they need to calm down just a little, little bit because your favorite girl just left. You can't scream at them like that. Because he was like, my favorite girl! I'm just going after it. And I'm like, oh. like you're going to... I'm sorry. Most of the favorite girls I know, when you start getting that high pitch in their face, they're going to walk away. But then again, I am not Joey McIntyre, Jordan Knight, or any of the other guys. So it doesn't I mean... Personally, I can't hit those high notes. Um, and it, it shows. Um, you can if you get hit in the right spot. You're not wrong. But I'd be crying. And maybe he was crying too. You never really know. Well, um, maybe you need to get into a fight with your wife, have her hit you there, and then start singing, please don't go, girl. There you go. She kicked me again. And well, then you can do my favorite girl. This and I can, yeah, there we go. I'm now See? Hitting, hitting the high notes. Yep. Whew. Rather not. Can we not do that? We already got one of us playing through pain. I don't want two of us. Um, so the track is the track is actually really good. And it I, I really felt compelled not to pick another single because it was hard to not pick singles. Like you said, what you're going to do about it? Like I was like really pushing like the other five tracks. I'm like I got to find something in here that I really, really like. But there's so many there's so few songs and so so many singles. It was kind of hard. So to wrap this one up, guys, and I'll, I'll just kind of go with my final thoughts on it a little bit here. Like I said before, I liked New Kids on the Block when I was little. Um, Child of the 80s, they were like the big thing. Um, getting into the 90s when they kind of like kind of went to the time frame here. But I was also a big Entourage fan. And if you guys didn't know, Entourage um, is kind of loosely tied to this band, too, because one of the characters is Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> um uh, Kevin Dillon's character is Donnie Wahlberg, who is, it just is, he's the old boy band guy, wants to be an actor, and it's funny when you look at it from like that side of things, I'm sure Donnie didn't think it was funny, but it is, but it's based on Marky Mark's entourage, and Donnie was in that for quite a while, um, still is, I think, from time to time, but he does his own thing now, and he's got his own stuff going on, so it's kind of nice, but I kind of got back into them because of that. Cause I was just like, wait a minute, what is he supposed to be? Who is he supposed to be? And I realized, Oh, that's Donnie. That makes a lot more sense. Such an unflattering representation of Donnie. <laughs> it is, but it's, I, I think he's like tongue in cheek. Cause I know he got paid for it. Cause he was on the show. Like he was also like a help, like a producer on the show. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. you do whatever you want to do. This is going to run forever. I will get paid. It's okay. That is one thing I will say about the band as a whole is they are so good at making fun of themselves and at like they know what's cheesy they know you know they yeah. know it's silly they really they know do. it's and even even the stuff they do now knowing the nostalgia is going to sell them whatever they got to sell like the stuff that they're doing they don't care they're they're securing the bag like they didn't get paid very much when they were kids doing this stuff because they don't get paid very much now they're adults they have more control over their music they can do whatever the hell they want mm -hmm. and they're doing it more power to them um they are better than o-town though brandon I don't what? care. What? Come they on. are better than O-Town. <laughs> they are, but kidding. I also love O-Town. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Because I, I want it all or nothing yeah, at all. Want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Heard that song on oh the radio gosh. the other day. Thought of you. Did you just, really? I did. It was on like, uh, it was on like old, a 90s throwback. I was, yeah, throwback. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was like a weekday throwback. I was like, I started laughing because I thought of you and getting broken up with. Sorry. But oh. it happens. Yeah, 
It's you're a not, fun, it's, it's come on the podcast a few times, wrong. but every single time I hear it, I think of Brandon's sob story getting broken up to over a voicemail to that song. Not a voicemail, um, text message, but oh, text me- <laughs> oh, sorry, text message. Makes it's worse. It better. It's worse. Well, anyway. Oh no, she just Wait, broke up with me over text. She just That's broke a whole up to thing. you while he was listening to the song. That's a whole thing. Oh. The album here <laughs> is a great introduction to kind of this band though and i do know i have friends that have seen them live since then i know karis and a bunch of times since then and from what i've been told is the shows that were happening in the 80s they they recruited they reproduce them pretty well to now but they they mix in the newer stuff as well and they do a little bit of everything um for the most part though this album got me and probably got most of my rating is is the music is spot on if you're a fan of the 80s or you're getting back into it because of Stranger Things or whatever else is going on on you know streaming media, this is like the 80s pop vibe. If you had to pick one nostalgic album to like encapsulate what 80s pop really was, this one gives you the whole gamut of it, of 80s pop. You get some of the electric, you get some of the R&B style, you get some of just the really poppy Madonna type poppiness. You get a little bit of everything here. So... If you're gonna pick one album to really encapsulate '80s pop, it's this one. So, nostalgia for me gives this one a seven out of ten. Nice. The falsetto knocked it down a couple of points. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Brandon, I'm gonna let you go, and then Kara's gonna finally finish us up here, man. So, what was your final right. thoughts? Uh, this album and band uh, set the bar, I think, for uh, the boy bands of the '90s. Uh, this group took chances on this album with different styles and vibes and whatnot. Some paid off in my opinion, some didn't in my opinion, Uh, but they set the bar for quality music from boy bands. Uh, This album was a great listen and I had a fun time listening to it. Some of the vocals did seem a bit forced and off pitch, but nothing that dramatically changed my view of the album. Steve, I'm right there with you. Seven out of 10. Decent. Makes sense. So Kara, what about you? What was your, what were your kind of final thoughts on here? And what were you uh, thinking? Well, I i mean, I'm going to agree with you, obviously, that that is the quintessential 80s pop album. Um, I like that you said that, actually, because I, I think it's like super feminist to go back and listen to this album, you know, and give it a chance because it was such a thing to like hate New Kids on the Block and to hate to think that the girls who liked them were just like stupid little girls. And that's a pervasive thing with anything that young women like. Um, anything young women like and mass is considered stupid, right? So unfortunately, that's something that Donnie actually talks about quite a bit now um, and how that is absolutely ridiculous. And just because girls like it doesn't mean it's bad, right? So right. I think it would be really cool for everyone who just hated it just because in the 80s to maybe listen to it again and with a clear clear eyes and a full heart. I don't know. Well, they were seen as soft. Is I think the problem is like they were seen totally. as soft. and if you listen to it like technically wise technically it's sound yeah it's a technical sound album i mean i could see how some of the music is a little soft or like cheesy like mm-hmm. like kind of mass the 80s. Well, it the 80s. The, yeah exactly it was the 80s it, right. i mean it, it, that's that's all you gotta say it was the 80s like everything was weird even yeah. the rock and roll was soft. Like, have you heard REO Speedwagon? <laughs> yes, exactly. Have you seen all of the hair bands? I mean, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's the thing. But but mostly girls liked New Kids on the Block and yes. boy bands. So yes. So I mean, I'm going to give it a ten out of ten. 
And I think everybody should take a little journey through it. It's only 10 songs. And I think too, it's only 10 songs, like you said, and it's, you're going to find a couple that you like. You're going to find a couple you hate. Um, You're going to find some that'll bring back some fun memories. Like listen to it with your parents. If you're, if you're super young and you're like in your early twenties or teens, um, check it out with your mom or your dad. Cause I'm sure they'll have a feeling on it. It'll probably, you'll probably see some things you don't want to ever see again, but you know, <laughs> dads will be the, jealous like, that their girlfriends it. were really into new kids and right. You know, everybody's got a new kid story. If you, especially if you were born in the eighties uh, or late seventies, everybody's got a new kid story. You, you either hated them or you loved them or you were like, I just left them alone. And like, they I only knew of new kids on the block because of full house hey mm-hmm. that's okay we'll take it but and to kira's point though like you got the, the, the guys that like they loved poison and like sebastian bach and they they hated the like backs they hated these guys like go back and look at some of the stuff that those bands were doing on stage and tell me that that wasn't just a little bit more homoerotic than the new kids on the block than five dudes singing about girls and it's so funny because it's like the, the, those five guys, maybe with the exception of Joey McIntyre, um, were so blue collar and yes. so like they're from the streets of Dorchester, you know, like. Well, Joey, Joey was just 12. I mean, he didn't know me better. He just, he's right. hanging out with. with you know, he's just Walmart hanging out with the like, older boys, you know, just. Right. They're protecting him because he's the he's the bag. He's like he's the bread and butter. Like, no, don't hurt. Yeah. I mean, I only said that because he was from like a wealthier town, like yeah. nearby. Yeah, Not he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't one of the one of the bruisers. Right. But yeah, I mean, they're and they're. I mean, now looking at them, they're big dudes. Like they're not small guys. And they're all in very good shape. Yes. Well, they have to be to keep doing the touring that they're doing, and for the for to hit the stinking falsettos they're going after. Holy cow! <laughs> to be to do all that and be in their what fifties. Yep. They're all in their fifties. Uh, so like, I think the only one who's not is Joe. Well, that makes sense. But yeah, they're all in their 50s. So like to keep doing what they're doing now, how well they were doing it 30 years ago. Holy cow. I mean, mm-hmm. credit, credit. That's that's a lot of credit there. I would give them that. So Kara, this was, uh, it's, it's late June. We're coming up. We're on, you're actually our podcast before we start hate month, which is actually pretty fun. So coming up on Friday, it's a little bit of a teaser for our listeners right now. And for you, um, we are going to start a month long of, hate-filled episodes where we just trash everything about a specific artist each night we go on um that involves a little bit of some christmas mixed in here because christmas in july a little bit of everything and it's gonna be fun um so you're like our last like yay episode before we get into like the last whole yay before we get into steve has an aneurysm sometime in the middle of july um yeah there's there's going to be a couple of them that brandon threw at me that are going to be bad good really really funny but bad um this is actually tame compared to what those are going to be um and it's it's going to be fun so do you have anything coming up like right around now or sort of the end of july end of june or into july you have anything coming up in july yet um, I have, I don't think I have anything scheduled in July. I've been keeping my comedy schedule really light because my day job is um, sucking the life out of me. So, and it's new kids on the block tour season. So, you know, I don't want to be overly scheduled. Sure. Are they doing, are they doing outdoor shows or are they doing like 
arena arena show still okay Mm -hmm. yep um so i'll be seeing them in grand rapids and in detroit this month uh little caesars yep nice awesome venue yep um and uh stalking you know out by the buses like we all do and well you know gotcha (laughs) shoot your shot um there will uh, i'm doing a fundraiser later this month uh which actually i think it's going to be like the weekend after this airs nice okay uh it is for a new place opening up that cbdbs okay um i don't know a lot of details about it but we're raising money for the business oh is that going to be in grand rapids it is okay get some more details on that we'll share it on our page and help you out with a little bit of promotion there for you happy to do it um but other than that, that's that's awesome. We'll keep an eye and we'll, we'll post stuff here for your comedy page too. So guys can, they can come on and see you once, you know, tour season's over. <laughs> and maybe your job lets you have some, you know, work-life balance. We all we all would like that. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so uh Brandon, I'm yep. gonna keep talking because I know you're I know you're not feeling great. So um the you guys, if you guys haven't found us yet, you can find us on any every major podcasting platform. Right now, you're not hearing any new episodes being uploaded to Facebook because Zuckerberg sucks. Yeah. I'm going to leave it there. Um, he's not letting us put him up there yet until he can try to find a way for us to pay him or to put ads on it. Yeah, they took them all down. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah. Starting. So they, uh, roll, they, they rolled out where podcasts can put their episodes, episodes out on Facebook as like a platform. And then it was becoming so popular that. It lasted Mark, about six months. It did. And then they weren't making money on it. So so they're going to try to find a way to monetize it. We're sure it'll come back probably in the fall or early next year. Um, and th- they'll probably find a way to either monetize or add ads to the to the podcast somehow that they can make money off of it that we still don't. So it works out for them. It is what it is. We just wanted mm-hmm. to, we just liked it because it was easy for people to listen. Yeah. Click on the button yeah. to get to listen. Works out for us. As you know, we're raking in all of the podcasting money. Actually, Brandon, I had a, I had a baseball player tell me, I forgot that you actually work a real job. I thought you were doing the podcast for money. I was like, huh. Oh, you're, he's I wish. 14. He's 14 and I love him, but that's not happening. Because um, he forgot I had a real job. It was actually, he actually told me that. I forgot you had a real job. I thought you just did the podcast. I looked at him. I was just like, I, I, I do both, but I only get paid for one of them. Yeah, bless his heart. Yeah. Um, to be to be in eighth grade again and like think the world is great. Um, no. it's no. one of those things. Yeah, no, no, it's not. I don't want to go back to eighth grade. Think about work life balance. Uh, not not ever again. That'd be amazing. Right. Um, so you guys can find us, like I said, all major podcasting platforms: Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter. We're on there. Uh, Facebook and Instagram are pretty much the ones we hit for the most part because I figured out how to post on there now by myself without Brandon's help. So it Good works job, out. Steve. I know. I'm getting to be an adult. I'm learning technology. No, I'm only good on Facebook, really. Um, but they've got to find us there. Coming up, like I said before, starting on Friday, we are bringing back a guest, a, a well-known guest to us. This is their fourth or fifth time she's been on the podcast now. Mm. But she's going to be angry, I think, um, which is weird because she's usually very nice. Uh, so we're yeah. actually going to bring back, and I'm going to tell the kids, Brandon, we are bringing back Jory. Yeah who is probably our nicest guest we've ever had. And she is going to be mean about an artist that you might not suspect. So come back on Friday for that one. Cause I'm actually pretty excited. Uh, Cause I, I think I might've got her to swear. Might've um, I'm trying, but other than that guys, this has been 
new kids in the blocks hanging tough Kara thank you so much for coming on and telling us all these these fun little tidbits about these guys uh enjoy the shows uh, I know yeah. they would already happened by now but I know I know you've had a good time sure hopefully awesome. you got more awesome pictures than the other ones you sent me um and we will uh, look forward to more stories and the new kids in the block Christmas album coming up in December. Yeah. Up. We're all going to have to suffer through that one. It'll be fun. And everybody right, buy my book. And oh yeah. Everybody buy your book. We will make sure that gets plugged as well. So we'll buy, buy the new kids in the block book. Kara's personal history or personal story about this band and how they make her feel. I love it. Ish. <laughs> did I get it right now? Damn it. So what's your book about? What's your book what's your about, book about just, then, damn it? It's just um, a diary, a first-person account of three separate New Kids on the Block cruises. So oh, I, nice. I, I diary the entire thing for three in a row. And it's and I'm very sarcastic and like, you know, I make fun of myself. And it's pretty much like a an insider's look at a really, really niche fandom. I love it. I've I always wondered it. how those like cruises go with the bands. I've seen a couple of them that I've actually wanted to go check out. And like, I've always like weird about it. Like, I'm like, is it, I don't know what, because the hardcore fans of these groups can be a bit overbearing. That and like, those are the ones that do the cruises. And I'm like, I want to go on a cruise, but then hanging out with those guys would be kind of cool. But then like, I'd be hanging out with other people that are like a lot more Uber fan than I am. And it's like, so I, I, that's, will be a very interesting read because i'm sure there's some really really crazy people you got to hang out with there are we have a special term for them um in the fandom it's called bsc batshit crazy so you just have to be like bsc and then you don't mess with those people but i put a glossary of terms at the back so of the book so i love that that's um that's would be very helpful because like i said i was very interested in these um in these cruises with bands because i figured it would be fun and then there would be some stories oh yeah so i'm interested <laughs> you got me i was completely wrong with my whole thing and yeah it's I'm not okay sentimental or no sentimental <laughs> it's it's now it sounds like more salacious i it's like this. just funny it's not salacious either it's just no like, damn it's just funny funny okay i'll take funny no no heart to heart no salacious Sometimes, just funny. a little bit of heart to heart but mostly a little funny. bit of, yeah. hey okay. steve hey steve i have what? a good i have a good way for you to get out of the hole that you just dug no there's yourself. no fucking way i'm getting out of this yeah well there is you have to buy the book, buy the book? and read it yep oh that's what you have to there do there we go well give me the link and i'll buy it i i will certainly do that that sounds great we'll add it to our stuff as well kara thank you so much for coming on i made an ass of myself to finish this episode off i'm really <laughs> good at that and by the next time you come on for the christmas album i will be just as bad more than likely all right i look forward to it all righty brandon rest up feel better i will see you on friday all right see you guys thanks guys